This is Adam Hulse. Thanks for tuning into this episode of my podcast where I'm going to be talking about Super Bowl 54, uh, where the Chiefs came out over the 49ers 31 to 20. First of all, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs and their fan base. Uh, they've waited a really long time for this. 50 years. Uh, the last time the Chiefs won a Super Bowl was all the way back in Super Bowl number four. And Sunday was, of course, Super Bowl 54. So a much-deserved, long-awaited Super Bowl victory for the Kansas City Chiefs and their fan base. The next big congratulations I want to give out is to the big guy, Andy Reid. Uh, like the Chiefs, Andy Reid has been waiting a long time for his Super Bowl ring. Uh, Andy's been coaching for over 20 years. This is his first Super Bowl victory. He did go to one Super Bowl back in his tenure with the Philadelphia Eagles, where they faced the New England Patriots, and unfortunately for him, the Patriots came out on top in that Super Bowl. But he finally gets back this year, this time with the Chiefs, and he finally wins one. So congratulations to Andy Reid. It was a hard-fought battle for the Chiefs. Fittingly so, just like their other two playoff games, they come from behind. Another double-digit deficit, another come-from-behind victory that, in the end, they end up winning by double digits. So, another impressive win for Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and the Chiefs. The 49ers actually led this game 20-10 after the third quarter. And then in the fourth quarter, the Chiefs scored 21 straight points to ultimately win 31-20. to now, let's talk a little bit about the coach on the other side, and that's, of course, Kyle Shanahan. In my opinion, a lot of the blame for this loss has to go on Shanahan. I think he called a way too conservative game. Uh, he had some questionable play calling, some questionable decision making, in particular right at the end of the first half where he didn't use his timeouts and try to save some clock as they were getting the ball back in the 10-10 game. He opted instead to let the clock run down before the Chiefs punted it back to him and not be aggressive and try to get some more points on the board before halftime. It was 10-10 at the time. He had a chance to go up maybe 13-10, even 17-10 if he had called the timeout before the Chiefs punt. Instead, he decided to play conservative. He let the clock run down and even ran the ball on offense, content going into the half with a 10-10 tie instead of trying to extend his lead against Kansas City. I think this was a huge mistake, especially when you're playing a team like the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, with Andy Reid. You know they're going to keep firing. You know eventually they're going to put some points up on the board. So for him to not try to take advantage of that opportunity and get some more points before halftime, I think that was a huge miss and a huge mistake on Shanahan's part. They also got the ball to start the second half. So if they could have scored on that last drive right before halftime and then again to start the second half, we could have been looking at a whole different game in the second half. They did score the first 10 points in the second half to go up 20 to 10. But just think if they also were able to score before the half, they could have extended that lead even more. Because like I said, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs, they're going to keep firing. Eventually, they're going to put points on the board. They've done it all year. They've done it for two years now. And you can't be content with a tie when you have the ball with plenty of time on the clock use your timeouts try to get down the field try to get more points try to get a lead extend it as much as you can because the Chiefs are going to just keep coming and ultimately they did because they won that game 31 to 20 after being down 20 to 10 so big mistake in my opinion by Kyle Shanahan just to talk a little bit more about Shanahan in that second half of the game in the last 17 minutes of gameplay 
his 49ers only held the ball for four minutes of those last 17. This is a team that's supposed to be able to run the ball on anybody, control the clock, and they were not able to do it to close out this game against the Chiefs. Where when it comes down to it, they just gave Patrick Mahomes too many opportunities. If you give him enough chances, eventually he's going to put more points on the board, which he did. This game was right there for the 49ers to take. All they had to do was run a little bit more clock, control the game just a little bit more at the end, and they could have closed this out. They just didn't put the nail in the coffin. Uh, They didn't finish him. They gave Mahomes too many chances, and eventually he made them pay for it. And, of course, we'll get back to Mahomes in a little bit, but just a little bit more about Shanahan. Now, he coached as the offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons in that Super Bowl against the Patriots, where they famously were up 28-3 to and ended up losing that game to Tom Brady and the Patriots. He wasn't the head coach, but just like this game, in that game he was calling the plays. Very questionable play calling to end out the game. He let the Patriots storm back from a huge deficit, just like he did to Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes. I mean, 10 points isn't a huge deficit, but in the fourth quarter, when you're up by 10 points, he really should have won that game. And that's what he should be feeling afterwards, that he missed a huge opportunity to close out that game because it was his for the taking, and he gave it away, in my opinion. So for two Super Bowl games now that he has coached and called the plays for, one is an offensive coordinator, one is a head coach. After the third quarter of those games combined, he has lost 46-0. to Now, does some of that blame go on the defense as well? Of course it does. But to blow leads like that and to put up no points after the third quarter in both of those games where you were way ahead just shows that he got way too conservative. The play calling was wrong. The clock management was wrong. And ultimately, he gave those games away that were right there for the taking, that were his to have, and he gave it away. And in this game, not only did he give it away to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, but he gave it away to a Patrick Mahomes that was not even on his A game, okay? He threw two interceptions in this game, actually his first two interceptions that he's ever thrown in the postseason, and besides just the interceptions, Mahomes did miss a lot of throws in this game. He had some open guys earlier that he just misfired on uncharacteristically of Patrick Mahomes. And of course, like I said, those two picks as well. So he was not even on his A game in this one, but he still came out on top. Which, when you think about it, is pretty scary for the rest of the NFL, right? Patrick Mahomes does not bring his A game to the Super Bowl. He's trailing by 10 points in the fourth quarter, a little bit off, two interceptions. But still, some way, somehow, he finds a way to win. He finds a way to get it done. And I think that's a scary thought for the rest of the NFL. It's easy to forget sometimes that this kid's only 24 years old. Yeah, 24 years old, which makes him the youngest player in NFL history to be both a Super Bowl champion as well as an NFL MVP. So the accolades for young Patrick Mahomes just keep getting more and more impressive. His future is brighter than ever, and the rest of the league should be afraid because if he does bring his A game, it's starting to feel like he's absolutely unstoppable when he's on it because he just showed in this Super Bowl against the best defense in the NFL without being on his best game. He still comes from behind 10 points down to ultimately, in the end, win the game 31-20. to Now, I know I put a lot of the blame on Shanahan, but again, let's go back to that defense, which I just mentioned was the best defense in the NFL. And for a lot of this game, they did play like it. 
as I said, they did intercept Patrick Mahomes twice, very uncharacteristically of Mahomes, his first two interceptions in any postseason game of his young career. But when it came to the fourth quarter, when it came to when it really mattered, that Niners defense broke down. They really did. They allowed the Chiefs to score three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. They allowed Mahomes to basically do whatever he wanted on those last few drives. Now, again, some of that I put personally on Kyle Shanahan and the play calling and the offense for only holding the ball for four minutes of the last 17 minutes and giving Mahomes all those opportunities and asking the defense to try to stop him over and over again, which is really a losing proposition, right? If you give Mahomes enough chances, eventually he's going to get you, and he did. Now let's talk about the other quarterback uh, on the other side. Jimmy Garoppolo, of course, for the San Francisco 49ers. He did not play a good game either. He missed a lot of open receivers all throughout the game, despite the fact that they were up 20-10 to 10 after three quarters. Little of that thanks can go to Garoppolo. He really didn't do much at all to help the 49ers in this game. And he had the ball multiple times in that fourth quarter where he just had to make a couple more completions on some of those third down plays, and they could have ended this game. Jimmy Garoppolo had the opportunity to finish off Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Again, just throw for a couple more first downs, convert on a couple of those third downs, and we might be talking right now about how the San Francisco 49ers won the Super Bowl and controlled the clock, but of course, that's not the case. Jimmy Garoppolo didn't make the plays when he had the opportunity to make the plays, and between him and Shanahan and that 49ers defense, they just didn't finish him off. Plain and simple as that. They had it. They couldn't put the nail in the coffin. They gave Mahomes too many opportunities, and he made him pay for it. For his performance in this comeback victory, Patrick Mahomes ultimately was named the MVP of this game. Some would say that was a little bit of a controversial MVP. Uh, his stat line was not great. He did throw for two touchdowns and run for another one. But on the other hand, he had those two interceptions. And realistically, overall, for more than three quarters of his games, he was unimpressive as a whole. I said before, he did miss a lot of throws. But in the end, he brought them down the field three times in the fourth quarter to put up 21 points, to come from behind by double digits and win by double digits. So they decided to give Patrick Mahomes the MVP. I personally think Damian Williams had a really strong case for the MVP himself. He had 133 total yards and two touchdowns. Tyreek Hill had nine catches on 16 targets for 105 yards. And Sammy Watkins had a really solid game also. Honestly, I think I would have gave the MVP to Damian Williams if you're going off of just numbers. But, of course, Patrick Mahomes did orchestrate the whole thing. And let's be honest here. It is a quarterback league. Most of the time, they are going to give the MVP to the quarterback, especially in a game like this where he marched them from behind and put together some great drives in the fourth quarter. So it's not that Mahomes didn't deserve it. It's just by the numbers, I think I would have gave it to Damian Williams. But regardless, congratulations, Patrick Mahomes. So as I mentioned, he was... A little bit off for more than three quarters of this game. He did not look like the Patrick Mahomes that we've been so accustomed to seeing over his short career. But everything kind of turned around, I think, on that long pass to Tyreek Hill in the fourth quarter. When he caught Tyreek Hill finally on a big play 
I think that really turned everything around and brought all the momentum around. Uh, the San Francisco defense was not allowing big plays all game. I think they made it a point to limit those big plays. They were actually good all year at limiting teams to big plays, while, of course, Kansas City kind of relied on the big play for a lot of the year, right? They always have those deep passes downfield with all those speed from those wide receivers. But San Francisco was not letting them have that in this game until that fourth quarter pass uh, wasn't a touchdown, but it set up a touchdown, that long pass from Patrick Mahomes to Tyreek Hill. After he completed that long pass, which was actually on a third and 15, it just felt like the entire momentum of the game just shifted. Very shortly after that completion, they scored a touchdown and really never looked back from there as they rattled off 21 straight points and earn their first Super Bowl victory in 50 years. The first victory overall for Patrick Mahomes, the first for Andy Reid in over 20 years of coaching, the second for the Kansas City Chiefs, but the first in 50 years for that loyal fan base down there in Kansas City. Much deserved, very exciting, and in classic Chiefs fashion like they have done these whole playoffs, coming from double digits behind to win by double digits in the end. Another heartbreaking loss for Kyle Shanahan, a tough loss for the 49ers, for general manager John Lynch, quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo, and the whole team. They will try to bounce back next year. We would assume that Jimmy Garoppolo will still be the quarterback, though that's not a guaranteed. I think he will be. Kyle Shanahan will be back as coach. John Lynch will still be general manager. They'll try to put the pieces back together and build off of what they had this year, which was really an impressive run by them after going 4-12 and last year and really struggling the last few years as a whole. Shanahan wasn't their coach through that. Garoppolo wasn't their quarterback through that. But still, as a franchise, the 49ers really came back this year from a lot of down years to make it all the way to the Super Bowl. Maybe for them, instead of looking at this as a big disappointment, they just need to look at it as a big success for bringing this franchise back to relevancy and making them a true contender again to win that Super Bowl. So we'll see what they bring back next year. See if they can get themselves back into contention last year. Uh, you have to believe that the Chiefs are going to be right there again next year with Patrick Mahomes coming back, of course. Andy Reid coming back, of course. They have to be the front runners to win it again next year, right? Obviously, that's a long way away and a lot can happen between now and the start of next season. But the way it looks right now, Kansas City is going to be a really tough team for a lot of years to come. As long as Andy Reid stays their coach, which I don't see why he wouldn't. And Patrick Mahomes remains their quarterback, which again, I don't see why he wouldn't either. So the Chiefs have a real opportunity here to start a dynasty of their own. Maybe someone can finally unthrone the Patriots from this reign that they've had over the last two decades with them having a down year and the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes looking so good. Maybe they're going to be the next dynasty up. If you had to put your money on someone to be that dynasty, why not the Chiefs, right? They have a great coach. They are the defending champions now. And they have, of course, Patrick Mahomes, who looks every bit the part of legends of the NFL. I know it's very early. Again, he's still only 24 years old. This is only one Super Bowl, but nobody's future can look brighter than Patrick Mahomes right now. The way it looks right now, he has the potential to really go down as one of the best quarterbacks in NFL history. Again, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, 
but he has all the talent for it, all the mindset for it. And now with his Super Bowl ring and his MVP last year, he's already starting to accumulate some of the accolades. So if he could continue on this track that he's on right now, he's going to really put together a very special career. You know, especially when you think about how a lot of quarterbacks do get better as their 20s go on. A lot of them don't really hit their stride until their mid to late 20s and kind of reach their peak at that point. So if that's true for Mahomes and what we're seeing right now is only a preview to how good he can be, that's a really scary thought for every other team in the NFL because how are you going to beat this guy, right? He can make all the throws. He can move around. He's shown he's a winner. He's a competitor. He's never out of any game. He has all the talent in the world. And when you combine all those things together, he's pretty unstoppable. And us as fans, we could be witnessing a really, really special career here. And quite possibly one of the best quarterbacks that we'll ever see. So again, congratulations to Patrick Mahomes on getting your first Super Bowl ring, which you can put next to your NFL MVP from last year and Super Bowl MVP from this year. At your young age of 24, that's quite an impressive resume to this point. Congratulations to Andy Reid for your long-awaited first Super Bowl victory over 20 years. As a head coach in this league, you win every year. You're in the playoffs every year. So huge congratulations to you on finally getting that first much-deserved ring for you as well. And congratulations to the rest of the Chiefs and their fans on a great season and a much-deserved Super Bowl victory. And with that, that's going to wrap up this NFL season. It's going to wrap up this episode of the podcast. And even though football season is over, we're in the heart of basketball and hockey season. We have baseball right around the corner. So don't worry, there's still plenty of sports for us to talk about between now and next year's football season. So I do hope you join me for all of that in my next episode and episodes to come. Thanks again for listening. This has been Adam Hulse.